this time. All right. All right. Go for it. Complaciendo para todos los bailadores con esta rola que dice. Hello. Un, dos, tres, cuatro. Bienvenidos al Coyote y la Mula. Arriba. This is La Mula. Y yo soy el Coyote Bermúdez. <laughs> We have a very special guest. Uh, one of my favorite comedians in the scene. And uh, I don't know what else to do, but I'm sure self-defense guy and animator uh paul curry hello hello howdy what's up we're not in spanish hey. that's just uh <laughs> that's, just, hey there. that's just the vibe what was what <laughs> you were speaking for. earlier <laughs> yes um we good, i don't know what, what do, we, do you want to start with a random topic and then we could just kind of wing it yeah here, um so let's go with uh what's a city you want to visit a city I want to visit, um, huh, let's see, um, I want to go to, like, uh, what is that, what is that, um, Incan city, Mayan city, Aztec city, that's uh, a temple on the top of a hill. Machu Picchu, exactly. probably? Yeah. I want to go to there, I hear they have a great comedy scene. <laughs> temples. Just go up with a boom mic at the top of the pyramid. Yeah, how's everyone doing tonight, guys? <laughs> Trigger <Yeah>. landslide. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, uh, that'd be good. Everyone. What about that irrigation system? You guys, uh, you guys invented it, right? I don't know. You? Just pointing to a tourist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from California. <laughs> I, um, okay, any particular reason? Just shits and giggles? Just uh, for there? Just yeah, I've been... Uh, yeah, I just want to I want to see all the great wonders of the world and I hear that that's a pretty interesting structure that they got there. So, I want to check that off my bucket list. Uh, I want to go I want to go everywhere. I mean, like after this whole, you know, COVID thing is is over. Amen. Um I want to like just go to fucking every city starting with uh, Bothell. That's gonna be my number one spot. That's that's the main. But I mean, I can die easy once I've once I've gone there. Nice. You've got to progress from uh, Bothell and then just work your way up to Machu Picchu. It's mm-hmm. I feel like it feels like a natural second step. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Machu Picchu seems cool. Uh, that's what is that in like fucking uh, uh, Mexico? No. No, Central America. Uh, it's it's something like an Ecuador or something. Peru, might. Peru just, sounds good, but uh, I I actually don't know off the top of my head. Yeah. I just wanted to take credit as a Mexican person, but I guess we don't have a, <laughs> a wonder of the world there. But no. okay, that's cool, huh? So all the wonders of the world is that is that what's the? Yeah, I think um, oh, yeah. It, does it have to can it transcend like time and space? <laughs> sure, sure, why not? City? Yeah, okay, yeah. then Machu Picchu when it wasn't a ruin. No, um, nice. I go to the Kulun Walled City. Definitely want to check that out. Are you familiar Mm-mm. with that place? So uh, sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, it was a structure that was in China somewhere. I'm starting to forget Googleable facts, uh, and it was like. Basically, this city block or couple city blocks that was incredibly dense to the point where it was just pretty much this stack of city blocks on top of each other. Wow. It was like a sci-fi looking thing. It was actually demolished by the Chinese government in the no. 90s. 
so so it's gone. But there's a lot of like fiction and games based on it because it was just such a crazy structure. That's cool. Yeah, like people in the bottom of it were like living a pretty shitty time because stuff was falling down from like the top. But it was this total like I don't know. You couldn't. Something definitely, like, a fiction writer would come up with who had yeah. no idea how yeah. cities work. Like a literal hierarchy of, like, class, right? It seems like. Yeah. The and poor you know people. What? Some madman put it to use. They were like, you know <laughs> what? Why not? Let's just build a, let's build a, a tower. Yeah. I, why was it? I don't know why it was called the walled city. I guess it was just a wall of a city, so yeah. maybe that's what that meant. But it seems small. You said it was, like, two blocks? Or did I mishear? Yeah, it was a pretty small, like city but it was referred to as a city and it how it was incredibly dense so there's a lot of people living there i can't say the numbers off the top of my head but it was enough to be like a city wow interesting so like what was it like uh ground levels is that the impression that's the impression i'm getting yeah uh it was um let me let me just look it up these chinese are efficient city. people know, i'll dude. tell you what i mean look at what they get that's super (laughs) sci-fi yeah and then they tore it down it's like come on they thought it was like a national embarrassment i'm like no not at all it's a okay well (laughs) if one out of two then yeah tear that fucker down you gotta get that tourist money oh okay fair enough um but yeah anyway while i'm looking up details about kloon walled city uh, do you have any other random questions? Yeah. Um, Let me just make sure people hear the tapping of my <laughs> so they know. Max volume, so, clack, uh, clack, clack. As a stand-up, com- like, as, well, as stand-up comics, you know, uh, like, was there, did you ever have a set where you just felt unstoppable? Like, yeah, I'm on fire right now and I'm feeling good. Uh, yeah, I think I've had a couple, um... Let's see, the first set, I did a couple sets at Jai Tai, which were really bad, and then I had my first, like, breakout set, where I felt like I actually did pretty well, uh, and that felt amazing, and that was kind of, like, the inception of me participating to a heavy extent in Seattle comedy, um, so, so that was really cool, like, finally having, like, even the concept of a joke landing was kind of new to me, so Mm -hmm. it was a... It was awesome possum. That's cool. You're really good at uh, impressions. I feel like you really own them. Like, uh, or like you do like, um, like you have that Star Wars bit where you do the, the song in the canteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, jizz wailing. Yeah, I people love it, and I feel like you don't like uh, hold back on it. I don't know what was the what was the feeling behind that. What was the, I forget what the like premise of the joke was, but uh yeah (laughs) what was the uh, initial idea uh the initial idea was because was actually like a another comic told me at jai tai that the name of that genre was jizz whaling i was informed at the you have no idea what i'm talking about right oscar this is the 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 the, um the star wars cantina song yeah yeah oscar's a big yeah Yeah. star wars guy big jizz whaling fan (laughs) is is it really called jizz whaling (laughs) The cast. Welcome to <laughs> Jizz and Whale. I am Jizz, and this is Whale. That was my major in college, <laughs> <laughs> Jizz Whaling. Um, but yeah, um, that that was how you first heard about it. Just like the name, mm-hmm. it struck a. And it kind of clicked in my head because when I was young, I'd played Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, okay. And I would play yeah. the Moss Eisley map, hmm. and um, in that map, they would have that song playing 
over and over again, just like, <laughs> like it was like over and over. So it just kind of got ingrained in my head. Okay. You know how like, you ever played like games as a kid and soundtracks get kind of like burned into your prefrontal cortex or something like the Halo theme song, I think for a lot of people's like, oh, okay, yeah. that's a common one. Yeah. You just hear it and you're just like, well, there's like a whole fucking <laughs> pathway in my head for that. And it's just smooth sailing. Um, I just listen to Linkin Park while playing Call of Duty, so I can't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't relate. You too play hard. Call of Duty, you're like, what is this orchestral music? <laughs> Fuck <laughs> that. <laughs> um, Jizz whaling is that like a play on of sperm whale? Is that the um, pun? Yeah, you know, ask the infinite. Uh, George Lucas. Knowledge of George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> probably like, yeah, I was, uh, I was on a whaling ship, actually, with one of my co-producers, and I uh, got a concussion and wrote the uh, prequel. So. <laughs> so, actually, I do have some deets about Kowloon Walled City. All right. Uh, it is. It was, <clears throat> R.I.P., an ungoverned, densely populated de jure Chinese enclave within the boundaries of Kowloon City, Hong Kong. It was originally a military fort and became an enclave. I don't know what that means. Mm -hmm. After the new territories were leased to the UK by China in 1898. And it is thick. Look at this. Look at uh, podcast listeners. Look at this. Let's try to visually describe this thing. It's uh... starting at pixel 502. (laughs) It's a slight gray. Oh, oh, it's, it's just, like a big apartment it's like complex. Sex. It's just—it's a god. It's, <laughs> it's like uh, it reminds me of like the Brazil houses, how they're all kind of. Oh yeah, like a favela. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's similar. I mean, as you were saying with the hierarchy thing, I think even the people at the top of Kowloon Walled City were at the bottom of Kowloon City, uh, which it was an enclave of. So, what's the what's the why why would you you just want to go there for the the grandness of it? The, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm just kind of fascinated by it as a as a structure and yeah, it's it's kind of like a like a city within an apartment building but carved out in certain places. So, I just I just think that he's like It sounds yeah. pretty noisy like your neighbors just from all angles, I don't know. Oh yeah, just, <laughs> 360 rooms. I really smell all the time too. Oh, it's horrible. There's like chemicals leaking. There's a huge uh Huge, uh, huge problems. <laughs> so much that they literally demolished it. It was so bad. But, you know, they could have remodeled it. I don't know. Huh. Even at a lobby and some elevators. Sorely needed <laughs> elevators. Mm-hmm. An elevator attendant, you know. God. I do feel so sorry for a resident of that dense apartment block because you'd just be living in this horrible city thing for your life and then the government would show up and be like, Good news! You lost your house, and just bam. See ya. <laughs> Hopefully, you can sneak onto a fishing boat and get to another country somewhere oh, yeah. with other opportunities. But yeah, I don't know. We're in the land of milk and honey, right? Mm. So we're we're chilling. Oh yeah, there's so much milky honey everywhere. It's fucking sweet milk. Who doesn't love? Hot sweet milk. Bosom milk. Mm. Bosom milk from the chest. <laughs> Straight from the cow. More like high fructose corn syrup, am I right? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> because I'm the at bees you are dying. Lobby. <laughs> <laughs> Kellogg's rooster. You're selling us lies. Um, what are the other seven wonders of the world? There's the no, Machu Picchu. 
Alexandria. Um, Alexa- the Tower changed. of Alexandria. The Tower of Alexandria? Where's that? Alexandria. Ooh, Greece probably. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Or I guess whatever was Alexandria. Do you think they're probably like less impressive now that we have the internet? You can kind of get a peek, right? Or I don't know. More, yeah, more <laughs> angles. Maybe so. Probably the library of Alexandria would be less impressive because you just waltz in and be like, I got bing. I don't need any of this shit. <laughs> and they'd be like, Karaka or whatever Greek sounds like. Apologies to all the Greek viewers, but... um. That's I, what it sounds like. So. You're like, I so know more. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Old people think they know physics. I know this. I know more in this beginner <laughs> physics textbook than these old guys. Uh, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> Just show them a textbook of special relativity. Be like, where's Alexander? The great. <laughs> the mild now. Uh, I would bang him so hard, I'm going to put that out there. And then put it back wherever it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's the secret. <laughs> was just because he's great is the power is that what's attractive i mean okay i might be getting catfished by all the like portraits and uh mosaics yeah Mm -hmm. i guess all the portraits and mosaics are just his upper body okay um i don't think that's actually true seems like they show leg everyone was hairless back then or maybe it was just hard to carve hair invented around like 1850 Huh, by John Wayne. <laughs> John Wayne, yep. He introduced hair first in movies, and people were like, what is this? And then they just... And the rest is history. Manliness. History. Uh, you got another topic? I feel like... Let's uh, see here. Uh, an impression you love to do? <laughs> uh, uh, As a comic, do you feel like... Um, Impressions or crutches, or do you that feel was like a they're choking person? What? <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about impressions as like a a comic? I guess as a comic, I think they're I think they're cool. It's it's like it's kind of a physical skill. I think impressions for sure. It's very like like I think you can get good at them um, through like physical practice and and just hearing them is is funny because it's like it's it's just kind of a. Um, an uncanny valley almost where like it's almost the person but then it's intermixed with this other like vocal range and that in your brain is just like and that's funny that's mm-hmm. the best thing i've ever heard um and uh i don't know why it does that so sometimes it's exaggerations and i feel like maybe you identify more with the parody of the person like uh i don't know christopher walken or adam sandler i vote i feel like if i could do one i'd want to do an adam sandler impression mm-hmm. i feel like you know his like his squeaky voice thing that like weird he just yell childlike voice i don't know he does like a weird Drake. like <laughs> like beep boop bop thing i don't know i've seen too many adam sandler movies but it just seems so dumb but it works so well i don't know i bet you could do it i, I feel like anyone can do impressions there's like ratatouille anyone could do impressions that's what the <laughs> said clearly that didn't mean that uh anyone can do impressions but anyone can be a great impressionist mm. including true. rats but then i forget who am i am i the the guy i'm pretending or do you give a part of your soul with each impression <laughs> i don't know yeah uh, you can probably i don't know have there been any cases of body doubles becoming the body interesting well they've always been the body i guess that's why they're called body doubles but becoming the mind <laughs> they just hit a mirror who am i i think there's a guy am i'm I like a dictator am i actually a dictator i wish uh i think there's a guy in like china who like 
does an Obama impression, and he, for all the Chinese, I don't know what the Bollywood version of China is, but like for all the Chinese movies where they need a president, he just pretends to be Obama, and that seems like a sweet gig. So I don't know, maybe yeah. he has an identity crisis. That's as far as I. <laughs> On can the Chinese think. SNL, he also comes in, <laughs> just like. <laughs> I think his impression of like, or most impressions of Americans are just like hamburger uh taxes uh they just say things that are i don't know disrespectful (laughs) (laughs) whatever we're known for patriotic (laughs) yeah bald eagles hey that's what you can do i mean that's impressive i think most of our impressions don't even use like the actual words of the (laughs) the, that's true (laughs) culture that we're making fun of so you know give give them props give them props for that have you heard the um there's like a song that's like from an italian singer who's is singing in fake English. It's like gibberish English. <laughs> like what a non-native English speaker thinks English sounds like without knowing any of the words. It's actually really interesting. Is it like um, words, but they don't make sense together? Or is it just like... No, it's, uh, it's just like the complete, complete gibberish. Let me see if I can find, hmm. find it. Um, I think in language it's like a flow thing. If like you manage mm-hmm. to capture the flow and just speak gibberish, like people are gonna kind of understand you. Like, You'll be like Eminem. Uh, yeah, there <laughs> you go. <laughs> capture the flow, but don't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that guy is speaking words. Holy shit! And they're fast too. Um, Let's give him a Grammy. You know they should uh, hire Eminem for those like side effects commercials at the end with the. Uh, uh, you know, oh, yeah, oh. <laughs> then I'd actually probably like want the side effects of that. I'd be like, Are you kidding? Prozac has. All right, the name of the uh, the name of the song is by Adreno Celentano and it's Pressing Colin and Sinanansisial. Right on. I don't know if I should be offended by their parodies. Yeah. I don't know. It's not what I sound like. Like it literally ten seconds. Oh yeah, go it. for it. Oh my god. I yeah, can, it's I not can even. Feel, yeah. Okay, that part. I don't think we make that noise. I don't think we go. Well, actually, we do. We yeah, we actually do. I mean, let's do it. Yeah, I walk in. I walk into like I see my mom. I'm like. She's like. Okay. You open the I freezer. Yeah. <laughs> open the freezer, sticks her head in. Like that, uh, sorry, that that sounded random, but it was an actual move by a Hell's Kitchen chef. I will put that out there. What? When he got stressed out, he would open the freezer and put his head in. Interesting. Which, honestly, if I had to deal with Gordon Ramsay, I would do the same thing. Uh-huh. Maybe he should put his head in there, because he's a hothead. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In this episode, I will put my head in a refrigerator. God, it's cold. God. Someone just slams it on him. (laughs) It's called like fridge nightmares or something stupid. Is that the best you can shut on my fucking neck, you flimsy chef? I don't know. You lost your passion, fridge. You're nothing. I don't know. Um, I do think part... Some of the appeal of Gordon Ramsay's shows, they're interesting to me. It's <clears throat> That was a word, according to that Italian guy. Um, 
I feel like part of his appeal in Kitchen Nightmares and in Hotel Hell uh, is, if you're not familiar, that's where he goes to bad hotels as opposed to bad kitchens. But he also has food in the hotel, so he just gets like a double whammy of shit. <laughs> he can just he basically just eats a bunch of bad food and then sleeps in a terrible hotel and then tries to reform it. But I feel like the main appeal of it isn't the reform it's seeing gordon ramsay suffer like i think people oh yeah and i mm. think people like they they find gordon ramsay kind of like i think there's an internal part that's like this guy i don't like this guy or like mm -hmm. this guy's such a dick or something like that that they want to see him him suffer or something like that i uh, maybe i do maybe i want to see him suffer, despite my respect for him i respect him as a person. <laughs> i fear him if you're listening him, to them I, I respect him as a person and but but still i feel like there's some part that's like yeah well maybe not maybe not i don't like him but like i want to see him brought down a peg okay know? fair enough so you want to see him go through this rigmarole or something or maybe yeah. it's just hilarious yeah, to his reactions so. okay but, shout out to gordon ramsay we see you <laughs> <laughs> yes i always figured it was like simon cowell syndrome where they just uh people like seeing an asshole i don't know maybe because it speaks to their darker side i don't know but I don't know. I, I I haven't watched that show, so I haven't seen they just him like suffer. His critiques. Yeah, it's, it's not. But yeah, I, I think with Simon Cowell, it was like the worst he ever had to do mm -hmm. was listen to bad music. For okay, like fair enough. Thirty seconds. Uh huh. And that was his that was his torment. But Gordon Ramsay has to like sleep in a terrible hotel for a week. Is it always? Is it always like a shitty hotel? Oh yeah. Okay. Hmm. Huh. As a hotel hell. Uh, hotel. <laughs> Welcome to my new show, Hotel. This is just me going to hotels. Oh, you have your passion. Oh, this place is so fine. And the intro has like flames on the. <laughs> yeah. Him throwing a knife at the hotel. <laughs> yeah, people like characters, I feel like. Like Guy Fieri. Why do. I don't know. They just like that he's a cartoon of a person. So maybe that's yeah. why they like. Uh, Gordon Ramsay too, right? Because he's just like, I don't know, British. Yeah. Yeah. And British and angry. And they're like, that's entertaining. He's very animated. <laughs> I think uh, Guy Fieri, whenever he visits like a restaurant, the restaurant always gets like super pumped, and then puts. They always do that. The I've been to two restaurants that have been visited by Guy Fieri, and they always do this. They get a bunch of TVs. They put them in front of the restaurant and just play the episode on loop. Oh, really? Like, Baka Bok in U-District, apparently, I don't know if Baka Bok, like, if that place got visited by Guy Fieri, or if, like, some Baka Bok somewhere in the country got visited by Guy Fieri, but whatever the case, they're like, this is now the sports bar broadcast of Baka Bok, is just constant, this Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives episode. It's, it's pretty overwhelming. Like on the same episode? Yeah, because it's their episode. That's oh a point my. of pride, I guess. Huh? Uh, yeah, and it's a good point of pride. I mean, if you're visited by Guy Fieri and his diners, drive-ins, and dives crew of 10,000, then that's cool. That's great. Yeah, um, yeah you don't Do you talk think, about it all the time. Um, <laughs> I haven't been there. Do you think Guy Fieri gets lots of... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel like everyone has groupies, but I feel like um, Guy Fury. I don't know. 
with hair like that, you know. <laughs> I feel like he's like, <laughs> when I just look at his face, I think he's always in a pussy, basically. Like okay. it's, it's around his face all the time. Fuck. So I'm like He's just Damn, done. You grew a pussy on your face, so you always get it. Nice. <laughs> and I high five him. Dang. And he always wears like flame shirts too. What a monster. <laughs> he's, a big, I, he's, he's a great guy, too, if you actually like look him up. Look up Kowloon Wald Guy Fieri, and he's just a great guy. Um, <laughs> what if he was in Kowloon Wald City? Just be like, where am I? <laughs> oh, what is this? Oh, ow. Mm, mm, that's, those are chemicals. I wow. got COVID-20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Uh, go up a floor. Oh, I got COVID-21. <laughs> I don't well, know why he's <laughs> Massachusetts. Let's see. Um, Guy Fury, we respect you. Um, do you yes. have another uh, topic we could sort of uh, play uh, with? Yeah. Um, let's see. Do you watch anime? Uh, the last anime that I watched was JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, mm-hmm. which I actually liked a lot. That's the only anime that I've actually like. I, I think that is the only anime that I have watched besides One Punch Man, up to the end of when episodes were being created, was JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And I actually initially didn't even like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I was like, this is, this looks like crusty-ass 80s anime that has no appeal to me. But there was something about the scope of its, like, the chronological scope of it, and then just the, the density of it, and how it slowly ramped up to just insanity that was so engaging to me. Hmm. Like, I don't, like, if I was to comment on, like, the writing of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, I feel like there's a lot of it that I think is so bad. Like, honestly, I mean, maybe it's a translation issue, but like I, I didn't watch the dubs. Huh. Perhaps, I don't, I don't know what they're, like, I mean, it's a shonen, so, you know, maybe it was just a little too mature. I was What's like, a shonen? <laughs> uh, it's a type of anime that is uh, directed towards, like, adolescent youth. Like oh, okay. Yu, it's like Naruto, Yu Yu Hakusu, if I'm saying that right, uh, I, and um, many, many others. How does that differentiate? Like, it's just cool kid stuff? I don't know. Yeah, there's a, I believe there's a publication called Shonen Jump, yeah. uh, okay. which features shonen. So, and then there's another one for girls, but I forget that one. <laughs> so... That's Joe Gina's bizarre adventure. <laughs> it's like flash animations, because fuck them. I don't know. Is, did you watch JoJo's Bizarre? No. Uh, I've heard a lot about it. Yeah? I, I've seen it, like, is it on Netflix? Or where would it be? Perhaps. On? I don't know. Uh, I've, seen, I've seen, like, I've seen like the image of it somewhere in passing, and I'm like, oh, okay. There's a lot of interesting... Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. It you seems check that out. mildly... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe homoerotic? I don't know if I'm hitting the nail right. Yeah, no. It gets so homoerotic, which is so (laughs) interesting because it starts as, like, beef, like, pure beef 80s buff dudes. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. like, like, nani? Like, those people? (laughs) Yeah. Where they're just, like, mostly muscle. They're, like, midway through the Akira transformation. They're just, like... um, It's that. And then it it gradually, like, literally gradually, every single aspect of it shifts ever so slightly... 
until you end up with like the most homoerotic, like a, a guy dressed in all pink with a massive like heart exposing his chest and like earrings and named Jojo Giorno or well, yeah, I'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like uh, it's about to turn to fan fiction. Uh, all right. I mean, go for it, man. It's, I'm already half chub, but I think I feel like um, most animes, like uh, the way I don't know, gay characters are handled. It's always kind of like comical. Wait, which gay character? I've never. What what anime is gay? I'm I guess sure there's I haven't seen much. Characters. I haven't. I do not actually know of any anime with gay characters. I guess the only one I could think of, or I don't know if he's gay, but in oh, no. uh, One Kill Punch Man... gay characters. I'm fucking stupid. Oh, does it have, like, legit, like, come-out gay characters? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, that... I, I can't remember if JoJo has any stereotypical gays, but they have, like... I mean, so the gays... All the gays they fight... Uh, well, all the gays are evil. Both in real life and in JoJo. <laughs> I'm evil! <laughs> oh, well, no, um... And, uh, so there's that. But I think there was, like, one that, like, had a fish stand that would, like, attack people with his fish. And then there was another one that had a stand that did some extremely convoluted thing to attack you. And they were gay lovers. But it wasn't like, oh, Giorgio, what is that, sister? Like, it wasn't like that. It was uh-huh. like, oh, no. It was in the same, like, melodramatic Italian melodrama of the, of that season. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. perceptions of gay people i think i guess the only one of um i could think of is in one punch man what's his name pooty pooty man uh yeah <laughs> i don't what's know what's his name uh homo <laughs> yeah was... gay guy dark homo org. baguette <laughs> something is that F homo likes penis i don't know very subtle <laughs> i don't know do you i you you've watched one punch yeah, man yeah. right i feel like that sort of is he gay or is he supposed to be gay? I don't know. I'm not quite sure. All I, this like, is homoerotic. He's very he he like uh, he breaks out of prison to rescue like these handsome oh, gay <laughs> prison break gay dark. Am I gay? Wow. Yeah, it's a very comical type of gay, right? Like over the top. Is that how all I don't know? And gay people in anime are. I don't know. Maybe. Perhaps. I, I mean, I, know. I know that it's like the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I think there was a controversy recently where actually one of the voice actors was, I think, trans and then was like not allowed to voice act for it anymore. Oh, jeez. Um, oh, know. really? Just on principle? <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking know. L- look enough. into it. There's it was, it was some, some controversy on, uh, on the JoJo's side, but I don't know. I... I watched it. I thought it was amazing. I can't wait for the next season. And, uh, you know, I uh, hope that uh, th- th- that is great. Yeah, I think uh, anime... Uh, I don't know if it's a thing, but animes have, like, an anime syndrome where sometimes it's just too too cheesy or too, like... I don't know. They're too vocal. I yeah, don't know. I haven't found a lot of anime. And, you know, again, since anime is such, like, a broad cultural brush stroke that like it's i'm sure that i haven't explored like the numerous niches and stuff that contain the thing i'm looking for but in my exposure <laughs> I've, I've not really found a lot of really like extremely existential or deep writing that makes me feel like i'm you know actually like in the shoes of the character i thought death note was really good that's the only one 
Oh, I've yeah. fully watched. I, I I need to watch that. Maybe that will have what I just saw here. <laughs> but uh, but that's just in my you know in my dumb experience. I'm just a. I don't know what the what the term is for someone who doesn't watch anime to a person who watches anime. I'm sure there's some derogative. Weeaboo to. I don't know. What does weeaboo stem from? We. Uh, ghosts. <laughs> ghosts. Weeaboo. Really? Where's the name? No. It, <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh is actually really deep if you think about it. Like Exodia's god, <laughs> and then Yugi's the messiah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I that's thought about just this a lot. Here. The five pieces. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what the actual Egyptian like can- uh, canon is. Egyptian canon. Kaiba's uh, Judas, but then he becomes <laughs> cool. It's actually interesting because I have been watching a YouTube series that is every single difference between the Yu-Gi-Oh, the Japanese Yu-Gi-Oh, and then the Yu-Gi-Oh that was uh, dubbed for the U.S. and put on four kids. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I like it for two reasons. One, it's just interesting how dumbed down the characters get and what looking at a dumbed downing effect is. Like, they'll just be... For example, there's some like guy in season one who duels them and he's like... Uh, in, in the Japanese version, he talks about like his motivations for joining this tournament and how he wants to like impress his family and that he regrets having to destroy Yugi. And then in the American version, he just makes bug puns. Like, oh, okay. Weevil? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Weevil. That's the guy. <laughs> yeah, like, he just says a bunch of bug puns. Because so, I remember when I was a kid, I was watching Yu-Gi-Oh! and being like, what the fuck? These characters are like the most shallow... Like, Joey just pissed me off. It's just Jersey accent. That's his personality, yeah. Yeah, he's from <laughs> Joyzy. That's like his only thing. There's Joyzy and bug puns and... Huh. And then also they like, depth. Yeah, they'll, they'll just like... Um, also, the car- every single card is photoshopped to not have any stats on it in the American version. Oh, really? I have no idea why. Huh. What do you mean, like, no attack or defense? No, yeah, no attack or defense, just, like, a picture and then, like, the picture. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Any theories, Oscar? I, like, I think, listen, like, watching anime in Japanese would is, like, much better than, like, watching it in English if you're trying to, like... Get the feeling? Get, get that real feeling of it. Uh-huh. But, like, you know... It's it kind of sucks because it's like you gotta read subtitles, and it's like ah. Uh, That's I don't true. Know, I don't read these subtitles. And then I'll you're just not even I'll watching. just watch Dragon Ball Z in English. <laughs> <laughs> you could watch Dragon Ball Z just like high as fuck, just glazed eyes, just yeah, kamehamehas. Well, well, I feel like uh, hold on, I really prefer the Japanese version of nah. <laughs> <laughs> Thing to really capture. I was blown away when I watched like just a little bit of a Japanese um, Dragon Ball Z. I think it was like Goku or something. Like the actual adult guy <laughs> has a really high voice. Yeah. yeah. But in the American version, he's just like you know, it's like, way we cooler. gotta get him. Yeah. And then in Japanese, he's like, <laughs> yeah. "What are we doing here?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Ah!" And then I blew my computer open. <laughs> Goku. Because I'm a, I'm a gay say, I'm a gayin. That's what we're called. <laughs> Super gayin. <laughs> um, Dragon Ball Z. Any other topics? Um, well, let's see here. What do you think Adam Sandler's doing right now? <laughs> At this very moment? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Uh, Wearing shorts? To, he always wears shorts. 
makeup impersonations of Aristeo. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, oh, uh, God, I, I gotta strike first with this guy. <laughs> he's got uh, plants everywhere. Maybe you're the Adam Sandler plant, and you're like. <laughs> You're telling him that I'm planning to. No, oh, I, th- make I fun thought of him. he was just sitting in like a greenhouse, just being like, "Ah, my yeah, my plants." But yeah, I, <laughs> that's the same thing. I thought. <laughs> it would definitely be like an ad, like part of the Adam Sandler secret police or something, <laughs> like scouting out the different modes of information transfer in our society and making sure that they conform. To the, like, Sand- the Sandler doctrine, the Sandlerverse. <laughs> We're gonna have a struggle session right now, actually. Where it's like. Was Twelve Nights of Christmas a good movie? No. You get attacked or something. (laughs) I saw that as a kid because it was a cartoon, and I'm like, I'm not sure I get this, but uh, it seems funny. I got that it was about Hanukkah. Fuck that shit. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, I watched it all the way through. (laughs) And um, I didn't like it that much, honestly, although I did like the animation. And Adam Sandler wasn't wasn't too well. Okay, Adam Sandler was very bad when he was playing the old man, but I did not mind him when he was playing Adam Sandler. Um, oh, okay, he has a he has a character. I don't know if you remember. He has a character who has about half the dialogue. <laughs> That's the voice. That's it's the like, voice. <laughs> ah! It's like someone is letting air out of a balloon that has like a mind. <laughs> That's what it. Is light. It's awful. I'm trying to find the etymology of weeaboo, and I cannot find it. <laughs> I literally can't find it. There's all these references to like filthy, filthy Frank. Ah, oh, yes. Um, but I don't fucking see. Good old filthy Frank. And now there's an interview with some person named Jesse who's 22. What the fuck, Vice? <laughs> Give me the etymology. You know what we're after. Uh, weeaboo. Um, if you're a Japanese American. Born and raised in America, and you're into Japanese culture in a weeaboo fashion. Does that make you a weeaboo? Is, I don't know. I don't know if my question makes sense. Wait, is it, wait, you're, it kind of makes sense. Because weeaboos <laughs> are like um, just white people that are really into Japanese culture. What if you're right. like Japanese, born and raised in America? I don't know. Do you so think there are people like that that are you're like half white and you're kind of? I don't know. I guess and you're a wee. <laughs> <laughs> weeaboo, hypoth. Things to think about, folks. Um, While you're driving on the road, just like, huh. <laughs> Wee! Can't fight it. That's fair. We can make something up. We, uh, I like your theory of, as it's fun, uh, it's fun watching anime, and then Abu, I don't know, uh, what's your theory? Uh, <laughs> what, what could that be? A ghost, yeah. Abu? <laughs> All right, etymology done. Pretty sure that's good for Oxford. <laughs> Urban Dictionary. We're going to follow up. All right. Made exclusively by podcasts. That'd be a great dictionary. Fucking, uh... All right, what's next on the itinerary? Uh, if you were a Scooby-Doo villain, <laughs> what what would you be? And what were you trying to get after? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I would probably be Fred, who I think is the villain of Scooby-Doo. Oh, interesting. Um, <laughs> he's, he's on the inside. He's Just, the one planning this whole thing. Uh, no, I don't know. Like, Scooby-Doo villains. Man. Because the only time I, I remember I watched Scooby-Doo way back when it was like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon, and it was sick as hell, and it was like animated. 
like in a weird half hand drawn half planes of glass way yeah and, it was, mm-hmm. and one thing that i liked about it not to go on a rant about scooby-doo but uh it was actually like the sets or the drawings were kind of spooky like they actually put effort mm-hmm. into making the haunted mansion look like a haunted mansion and then there was a series of scooby-doo shows afterwards that were like they changed the animation style lightened it all up so nothing was like really scary it was just more of like an adventure so if to answer your question the scooby-doo villain i would be would be the new writers of scooby-doo <laughs> and the new animators of scooby-doo who fucking destroyed that for me the correct answer it used to be actually interesting but then it's just like it was weird they're, they're just like Oh, we're in a planetarium uh, that's fully lit, and we're gonna find the evil planet man. But then, but it's like, what the fuck? Like, clearly, you just want to teach me about planets. I want to see some ghosts. <laughs> and original Scooby Doo, they're like, this guy has all of his hands cut off, and he chases you around, <laughs> and there's trap doors and signs look at you, or paintings. Paintings are just signs telling you there's a person there, I yeah. guess. But yeah. His wife left him. That's why he scares kids. He has nothing better to do. I feel like those were uh, more pro- plot driven, which is why like they were more entertaining. You know, like uh, they were just like it felt like they were just stills, and then like they would say things that's like I don't know, just go from frame to frame of like I don't know a mystery. It was more about the mystery, right? As opposed to like now, it's like they walk funny or they're nice color palettes, right? I, I honestly I couldn't even I couldn't even agree or disagree with okay, that. Okay, fair I have, enough. I, like, I, I, I can't remember the right... The last time... The last time that I actually watched the Hanna-Barbera version of Scooby-Doo that I remember so fondly, I watched, like, a scene from it. Random scene. Found it on YouTube. And, um... It was, like, the art style that I liked. I was like, yeah, I like how this looks. And then <laughs> then Scooby and Shaggy dressed up as two incredibly stereotypical Chinese people. <laughs> and, like, served the the main villain like in a chinese restaurant as their trap and i was like this is so different than i remember it being like holy shit like they had all the trappings of an incredibly racist caricature of a chinese person i was like scooby but i think for uh, <laughs> for the vast majority probably i think you could find for a good a good amount of the show it's it's probably not like that and and still pretty enjoyable and interesting one thing that's and the soundtrack is a banger. Oh, okay, for sure. One thing that was probably easier was like uh sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, go I I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> um they were doing a Chinese stereotype, right? I feel like Correct. Scooby already does like an R <laughs> pronunciation, true. so it yeah, was probably easier like... with Chinese racist stereotypes of like R's in there. That's a really good point. You know what? Like, you, you should have written for him <laughs> in the 80s. I think they would have really appreciated your your input. Uh, that is, of course, after you hid <laughs> that you weren't a white person. <laughs> I'll put it in the suggestion box, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, we'll take anything. Racist, not racist. We gotta write these shows. We gotta write Scooby Doo. We have no idea what we're doing. There's a bad guy. He steals a thing. <laughs> We're all Italian writers. <laughs> all Italian writers. It's Hannah and Barbario. I don't know what we're doing. My name's Barbario, and that's Hanario. I don't know. Um, uh, that's all I got. Oh, yeah, I would be the guy that's like um, the creep guy, the green. 
The, the creeper? Yeah. The, I think is like, this the swamp uh, man? No, he no. was like a redheaded... <laughs> I don't know who that is, by the way. <laughs> I think... I think there was a swamp man in one of the episodes. Maybe I was swamp just watching creature? Florida News. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> My ex-wife. <laughs> I don't know. Bad jokes. But the creeper, I don't know, resonated. What about you, Oscar? Um, I would... Yeah, the be, iconic ones, right? Yeah, I, ones. I I I like the robot that wasn't a bad guy. He was just like a robot that kind of got uh, like malfunctioned. Oh, like, like an actual like, robot? Yeah, and it was like at a carnival or like yes, at a fairground. Yeah, I remember that. And and wasn't the carnival like dark? Like it was an actual dark carnival. Yeah, it wasn't just like here we are the carnival. Which is fun and safe. Like, it wasn't like that. It was like, yeah. you're in a spooky fucking carnival. It, 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 like, yeah. <laughs> and you're dark. Cloud's gonna kill you. <laughs> it was like that. It was awesome. Yeah. But that one. I wonder how, how much I'm capping this mic whenever I just scream into it. Uh, I think you're good. <laughs> you're looking at the waveforms right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, uh... All right, that Scooby-Doo bit was uh, a <laughs> little in the red, but... <laughs> I mean, uh... that one. Good. We are getting spooky. Let's see. What speaking of which, what's a, a Halloween costume that you've? What's your proudest Halloween costume? Oh fuck me. Okay, my proudest Halloween costume is gonna sound lame as fuck because I usually don't put that much work into any form of arts and crafts. I just don't enjoy it. Never did. But I dressed up as a spooky skeleton, which was an impressive amount of work. I bought a skeleton costume. And I put it on, uh, and I was a spooky skeleton. I, I liked that at the time. I felt like it was a statement. Clearly, wasn't that great. But you know what? I fucking loved it. And uh, and I killed those two people. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Anyway, um, <laughs> the, uh, the second one uh, was a crying laughing emoji that I found at Spirit Halloween. Um, and that was great, only because I remember I hosted um, the Fremont Troll Farm, which was at the top of Attaball in fremont like wearing that costume and nobody liked it like <laughs> everyone was like what what is it a costume mm. and it was halloween and so i was like all right okay <laughs> uh, yeah like next up I, and i kind of found it really the imagery was really funny to me of like a host that's like bombing wearing a crying laughing emoji <laughs> like i was like this is kind of cool i was like even if it's bad this is kind of cool you gotta admit so it's like you get off and then the emoji's sad afterwards. Oh, I don't know. It's happy when I get on and I turn it around and it's a sad emoji. That's a good idea. That that'd be great. That that probably rescue one bad joke. <laughs> the rest would not be rescued, but uh so the skeleton, I feel like that works better if like the skeleton the bone parts are like uh glow in the dark, right? Cuz it like it's it's like more of a contrast with like the black non Right. Dark what things, if the right? Was glow in the dark. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. What if zero? Glow in the black. Was... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. How would that work? The black holes. Of absence is the absence of that. Well, because there are different levels of black, right? There's the blackest black. What if there's Fanta black? Yeah. Yeah. Then Fanta black. What is really? Fanta. No, it's a Fanta. Va there's Vanta Black, and then there's... Uh, actually, there's something even blacker than Vanta Black that was recently recently released. Yeah, scientists came up with a new black, which is pretty weird to say, but pretty cool, honestly, that it's something that absorbs even more light. Oh, okay. And there's Black Hole Black, which I think is probably the... 
the most I, you can get. I think that's what they're trying to go for. They're just like a mini black hole on your little sheet of paper. Huh. Congratulations. Well, what, so is it like reflecting some light? That's how that works, right? Uh, yeah, it's it's like the amount of light that gets reflected black, back, blah. But what's really cool, though, about those, like, extremely black objects, um, is that there's no, like, contours. Like, if you, like, if you take it as a paint, like Vantablack, for example, you take Vantablack as a paint, and you douse it onto some object, then if you turn the object to where it's, like, you know, facing you, and there's other contours, they'll, they'll just disappear. Like, you can only see the silhouette of the of the thing hmm i'm not There's sure no i edges. follow so like that uh, never mind no i I'm, I'm imagine cologne walled city uh everyone <laughs> and then you've doused it in chemicals it's like when you haven't unlocked a video game character uh-huh you know how it's yeah. all black it's like it, who's that's that pokemon like. yeah oh, it's okay like, it's like you know you can't tell oh interesting huh. object because I know absolute zero is pretty much a, a theoretical temperature where no atoms are moving at all, right? Uh-huh. I don't know if it's achieved. So is there like a... I don't think you can achieve it. Okay. In our current theories. So like, mm-hmm. does it work the same with like black? Like, is there a level where no light is reflected, right? There, I, I, I mean, imagine. Physically there is because there's black holes. Okay, that's what that is. But, okay. Uh, I don't know what... I don't know if you could create a material that emits zero photons hmm i think you i think like it doesn't emit any photons of frequency that are in the visible spectrum i mean you could probably make something that is even blacker in the sense that it doesn't emit any like infrared or Hmm. anything below that okay because we're talking about visible spectrum okay fair enough huh dang dude fuck can some animals see uh, x-rays? <laughs> is that how that works? Yeah, I don't definitely. Know. Huh. I think like the, the what is it called? The, it's like a shrimp. Um, it, it's uh, the rainbow shrimp or something. It's, it's, the, it's the shrimp that has two cool features. Uh, number one, it has like a claw that it can shoot out. And it like the claw accelerates faster than the speed of sound. And it creates like, a, like an explosion where it hits the thing and it uses it to crack open shells so that's cool and then uh, two is is like human eyes have rods and cones right so we mm-hmm. have like two two cells that absorb um light rays but this sh- fucking shrimp has 13 so okay. it's seeing all sorts of shit it is like tripping out and has a massive like gun claw actually the there's a point where it hits an object with its claw where it gets hotter than the surface of the sun because it's accelerated so quickly with its fucking crazy ass claw this is a shrimp mantis shrimp that's what it's called okay oh jeez pierce through anything that's hardcore huh yeah and they're like fast and so like their prey tries to run away but they're like "Uh, uh, uh." are you heard of this (laughs) yeah I've, I've, i've seen it on uh on on YouTube, a few clips. Oh yeah, it's famous. <laughs> He's famous. It's one trip. <laughs> uh, just to give your viewers an idea, um, it kind of looks like somebody inverted a butterfly on top of a centipede in the ocean. All right, Can that's I all see? the explanations <laughs> you really need. That's. Uh, I'm not sure what the front part is. So it uh, has. So those are two like weird claw things that it snaps out. Okay. And then those giant orbs are its like mega eyes, which can see. Everything. Dang! You see the apex shrimp? 
Yeah, he's <laughs> he is the that is the next stage in Trimp evolution. Is the mantis shrimp? Huh. But you know, this is a shrimp. It kind of walks around on the floor. Can't really swim. So hmm. wrecked by evolution. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're tasty. Who knows? Uh, do you think? Uh, Fuck, I forgot my train of thought. Do you want to go to the next topic? Alright, let's mushrooms. go with uh, songs you hate. Like if uh, you worked at a store or something, or you went to a store, or like... Uh, um, man, I think like... Uh, fuck. Um, it, like, well, okay, if I was working at a store, a song that I would hate would be any song they eventually, they play at the store over That's and over. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I would hope they wouldn't play a song that I like, because then I would get tired of it. Thankfully, I only like bizarre, like, acoustic and game music, so... I don't think that's going to be played anytime soon. But um, the it's interesting you bring this up because I was just actually looking at the millennial playlist on YouTube, which I found, which was just a bunch of like millennial music, like Bad Romance and My Humps by the Black Eyed Peas. Okay, uh, and and other other things like that. Justin Bieber, Baby, that was on there. Oh jeez. Um. Anyway, and. Uh, yeah, uh... Fuck. Millennial music. Who are they to say? I'm a millennial. I can... Why can't I add to that? I don't know. I don't know. Why am I, <laughs> I don't know why I'm offended. Playlist. Why is this podcast not on the millennial playlist? That's true. These are millennials that are talking here. I guess I'm technically Gen Z. Technically. Is that before? After? That's, be- that's, uh, that's before. I think my... I'm 25 at the time of this recording, so... Uh, oh, is that the cutoff? Ninety three, ninety five. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say so. It's it's literally my birthday, and then anyone before that, you're not fucking Gen Z. And after my birthday too, you're not fucking Gen Z. <laughs> I'm Gen Z. Me. Word uh, up, kids. <laughs> <laughs> on fleek. Is me. Um, one thing I think that's funny though about music that is played in, uh, like restaurants and stuff is is that people need to realize this fact that any song any song that gets popular Mm -hmm. will be that will be censored and then played in like a fucking uh apartment building leasing office Mm -hmm. so like and i i realized this when i was like at a mod pizza and they were playing talking about my generation okay and and so the whole song is just about like we're a rebellious generation like uh-huh. the things are gonna change we're gonna change and it's and now that song like this rallying cry for a generation is the background music of a chain pizzeria so like I, I mean it's not bad like you know ashes to ashes dust to dust and it's incredible that it existed in its time but you need to realize <laughs> that those greats those things that you're like this is the pinnacle of like. Uh, the the rebellious music of our age this has such a message mm-hmm. it will eventually be played like in a spencer's gifts like or in a mcdonald's as the background music as like soft background music because i went actually i went into an apartment leasing office because i was looking for an apartment and mm-hmm. zombie was playing oh like, Zom- eh, Zom- yeah like that one i was like what the fuck is going on 
Because I was like, I'm, it's like a leasing office. They're like, hey, can I show you an apartment? And then the background is like, and there are guns, and there are guns in your head. And back then, well, parents would have been like, don't listen to this. But now it's just casually played. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. yeah. You're like, this was about guns and violence. And then now it's just like, yeah, you want to buy an apartment? <laughs> I worked at a Jimmy John's, and they have, like, a... They hire someone to make a playlist, and it's a very curated, like, this is what the cool kids listen to playlist. So, I don't know. I mm. And then, I remember, like, half the songs were on my rotation, and I was like, I feel like a fraud. I feel like, a, I don't know, like, just another, just another guy that thinks he's cool. I don't know. That buys Jimmy John's. When you know. were listening to Jimmy John's music, or yeah, it's just while working there. I don't know. Um, Did you enjoy the music? Yeah, so I guess that's what matters, right? <laughs> What's cool? Yeah, to <laughs> to be exclusive. What would they play? Uh, a lot of Strokes, a lot of uh, Phoenix. I don't know, whatever was uh, popular in like 2014 or whatever. Mm. But uh, I don't know. It felt very like word up, kids. We get you. <laughs> so. I don't My know. name is Jimmy. I hated that I liked it. <laughs> Jimmy Jones. Yeah, it's like if you're you have like a corny dad, but all your friends like him or something. I don't know. It kind of felt like that. But DJ Jimmy Jones. <laughs> We're gonna put some meat on this. Killing rhinos because he don't give a fuck. Jimmy Jones kills rhinos. Yeah. Oh, well, of course he does. Mm. Why wouldn't he? He's not satisfied with his normal meats. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ivory, that's, that dust. seems like such a boring sport, right? It's such Rhino a big tar- big target. I don't know. What's the... Yeah, I don't get, like, modern hunting with, like, an M14. It's just like, the fuck are... What do you mean, hunting? <laughs> like, What's an M14? On. Is that, like, a semi or something? Yeah, it's like a gun. Oh, okay. Gun. That'd be brutal, fucking a semi-automatic on an animal. Just dust us. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> now, if someone... If Jimmy Johns wants to pay, like, a ton of money... Like, enough to breed, I don't know, 12 black rhinoceroses. Go out into the savannah with, like, a 16th century arquebus and load in the powder and shoot it at the, like, 10-foot range. Uh-huh. Then I'm like, okay, Jimmy, have your fun. As it's charging at you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or like bring, like, a cannon. Bring, like a, like, a ship cannon from a galley in the 1500s and Ooh. then shoot it there. A ship galley? What's that? It's like a ship. Oh, okay. And the galley's the cannon, maybe? The cannon's just a cannon. Oh. The galley is the name of the ship. Oh, okay. Well, actually, the name of the ship is Sweetheart. Uh, SS my Meredith. Sweet Love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. SS, why'd you leave me? <laughs> <laughs> Please respond to my letters. Um, you can name your boat if you get a boat. I actually have a friend of mine. I won't mention his name here for legal reasons. No. Um, uh, And he uh, lives on a boat. He owns a boat. I forget the name of his boat, but you can name your boat. You can call it the SS fucking whatever. Shithead. SS into the DMs, yeah. (laughs) SS. Huh. If we ever, like, we should rename a C the DMs. No, we should make a canal called the DMs. Okay. And that way we can say to all the ships... Like, slide into our DMs. And then they'll be like, ah, sure. Fuck the Panama Canal. And they'll go through... They'll go through a canal that we'll build from New York, and then it will go straight across, and then exit in uh, Washington. 
or call it uh, Yo Mama's DMs. Hell yeah. that way. <laughs> <laughs> Funding's there, baby. Just make a GoFundMe. We're gonna build a canal. Everyone in the country going through Yo Mama's DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Massive shipping. <laughs> a lot of cargo loads, if you get me. Um, a lot of dildos. <laughs> I'm sure dildos are part of the cargo somewhere. Oh man, that'd be uh, that'd be funny. <laughs> um, let's see another topic. I think we can do ten more minutes. And oh, then right on. Close um, it off. Let's see here. What's a funny superpower you wish you had? Hmm. Uh. A, f- a, a hilarious, a funny superpower. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I like how it has to be funny. <laughs> um, can't be practical. Or it has, I don't know. It can't be cool. It can't, We're not cool here. Yeah, I don't know. Right. I couldn't like you know revive the the dead. That's not funny. That's but, morbid. Uh, clown nose. <laughs> a clown nose. <laughs> a superpower is permanent clown nose. Hmm. That's funny. So you can't remove it. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess it's more of a power. (laughs) If you remove it, there's another one. (laughs) 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 That one, there's still. Or they get bigger if you remove it. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, I wonder how you could exploit the laws of physics to like make a shit ton of money if you could have infinite clown noses. Um, I I think clown noses probably in the global market place have like some value to them like i know that walgreens sells clown noses Uh so if i had that power then i could set up a machine which would like shoot up and down at like a hundred hertz that would just knock the clown noses off of my nose Uh and then into like crates which would go into shipping and i'd make money because there's no overhead it's literally my nose producing Uh infinite clown noses just the novelty shops i guess that's funny is that not hilarious (laughs) That's money. That's true, huh? Clown nose is genius, yeah. But then you go out in public, and then people are like, "Why does he got a clown nose?" And then yeah, you tell them a joke. Money is worthless if I have a shitty nose. (laughs) (laughs) I'll never have a normal nose. I'm like in my like ten bedroom apartment. I like smash a painting with a hammer. They'll never love me. (laughs) I want to be a real boy. (laughs) I'd probably get like a weird prosthetic thing. Oh, okay. I see. You could afford it. Yeah. Huh. What about you, Oscar? Uh, weird, I'd probably, like, just have corn dogs just appear from out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> you have a corn dog. And I think I've seen people like that at fairs. <laughs> I think they already exist. They have superpowers. They were the real heroes the whole time. They're actually making a Marvel movie about the carnies. Are they real? I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't be the surprised. The Celestials than the carnies. <laughs> carnies, infinity, corn dogs. What about yours, too? Maybe like a can opener with my hand. And then people will be <laughs> how, like... Okay, how can, you, how can you start this off by saying not practical and then literally oh, have go. a can opener? I said not cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, actually, Objection. that could be That cool. is cool. That's true. Asked and answered. Um... Oh man, it's cool to chicks. Oh man, he could yeah. open cans. Oh my um, god! <laughs> I guess it's uh, me, a chick. Oh my god! <laughs> How I would love that. Probably. I could have mixed vegetables so easily. Um, yeah. I could lick my elbow. I don't know. 
Is that cool? Is that, wait, is, is that, that on cool? top of the can opener part? <laughs> no, if that's too cool. Is that cool. just because your elbow has been shortened by the can opener edition? I don't know. My my arm's just a fucking pocket Swiss army knife. Um, That'd be cool. Yeah, I, I mean, if we end up in a, in a cyberpunk situation, uh, then I, I think, and we all, like, if everyone has to choose, like, one arm, like, you know, the, like, massive Orwellian cyberpunk government is like, you have to have a cybernetic arm. Uh-huh. You choose which arm you want. I'd definitely go with, uh, you know, with Switchblade. Oh, okay. Uh, switch, switchblade, switch army blade knife. Switch comb. <laughs> <laughs> those are those are those are fun. Those were probably fun at some point. I don't know. They, they're still kind of bizarre to me. Like switchblade looking combs. It's like, ha huh, ha! Huh, you didn't have a knife. What a joke in public. Oh, he he he. I thought you were a threat. You're yeah, just I thought, cool. Oh, great. You stress me out. But it's just a hair thing. You gotta have cool hair to justify that. Right. Yeah. Or knife hair. <laughs> Edward scissor hair. Scissor Ed- hair. Edward comb hair. Edward Cullen. <laughs> I think that's what we're going to. Edward Cullen. Uh... Let's end it with one more topic. Okay. Um, if Earth was about to get hit by a meteor, and you only had, like, a couple hours, uh, what would you do? Oh. Uh, but it has to be funny. Um, <laughs> it could this be anything be whatever. you want. First, I would publicly denounce Ooh. the meteorological community for being such fuck-ups. <laughs> 24 hours you had one media. job you this we had to have seen this coming this had to have been like a hundred years this thing should have been on its way so that'd be my first very angry tweet that no one would like um would be my first uh action uh then uh all the drugs um probably um, at once excluding weed because it makes me anxious um Nah, I'd probably do weed again. Just one last, one last song. Sprinkle. I don't know. The problem is, all the drugs wouldn't be all the drugs. It it wouldn't be each individual drug. It'd be all the drugs. I wouldn't be like, oh, this is why people really like quaaludes. It would be like, oh, that that would be what it would be like. Turn him on his side. He's gonna choke. <laughs> oh no. Uh yeah, that's true. I mean, it, yeah, it it would it it would be, it it wouldn't be fun. Wouldn't, <laughs> be fun. wouldn't be fun for everyone. It especially wouldn't be fun if everyone did all this shit and then the meteor like burns up in the Earth's atmosphere and everyone's like ah like they're mid like fucking their friend's sister or something and they're just like okay or I'm like mid heroin and I'm like all right all right I'm okay with this, this. is even better uh-huh. things just got way better. <laughs> I saw like a YouTube video of a guy who did meth and his testimonial was like he would play guitar and while he was playing guitar on meth he felt like the best guitar player ever. Mm-hmm. So maybe like as the meteor's coming on meth, you could like pretend you're stopping it. The meteors on meth? Holy shit. <laughs> no wonder we only had twenty four hours. That's a methed up fucking meteor. <laughs> you could I don't know. You could yeah, aim I mean, a bazooka at the meteor, I don't know. Whatever you feel like. I'd your probably meth brain. um I'd probably uh, submit uh, some code <laughs> into my jobs code base. Just be like, do I just work? I'd work all day. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't happening. <laughs> I just work. 
just water cooler that's talk. pretty much what i did during covid like we like everything was all collapsing and then we'd have a work meeting online and everyone would be like all right we're all here and we're here and we're gonna talk about uh work and then everyone would talk about work and then we'd get off and then and it was bizarre and scream and then we'd scream. <laughs> we do all the drugs <laughs> What about you, Oscar? What's uh, what would you do? I I'd probably just smoke some weed and I'd just hang out and be like, "Well, this is it." <laughs> I do all the plants. Am I right? It's not a drug. <laughs> and I have like six joints lined up in here and just like, <laughs> <laughs> like the dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> just like the dinosaurs did. Um. I think you? we're at a good time. Just aim a bazooka at the meteor. I don't know. Um, <laughs> is there anything you want? We don't have much of an audience, but if you want to plug anything in case we ever do, like mm. your Twitter or whatever projects you oh, have. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, you can just see me. Check me out on at uh, face Tatooine. That's my Twitter, Twitter handle. And, uh, yeah, I'll, they'll, they'll be, you'll be directed from there. Okay. There will be instructions. <laughs> this uh, is uh, the envelope, the sealed envelope, my tweets. Um, yeah, you have a lot of cool animations. Hopefully uh, more people see them and stuff. Thanks. I mean, yeah, yeah the, uh, I'm working on like an actual like thing. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, I don't want to reveal too much about that yet, but when that's out, I will reveal it. What can you tell us? I can tell you that uh, it's going to be animation related adjacent uh and it's gonna be really great it's gonna blow your head open 20 Ooh. times 20 times and that's the paul curry promise <laughs> seal of approval okay um well thanks a bunch for coming yeah, on thanks. we had a i hope you enjoyed it we had a lot of fun hanging yeah, out with I, you it's fun um it's fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm cool i had a great time thank you for having me of course yeah. uh uh how do you want you you take you end it uh yeah i just want to give a quick shout out to uh our good friend mario you know you're keeping it 100 love you man (laughs) uh i just want you to succeed in life thank you uh ulysses shout out to you you know um keep strong brother keep strong wes i see you too uh powers after hours it's got to happen uh and uh that's pretty much uh uh that's pretty much it. Francis, stay tuned, and that's it. <laughs> See you so long, weeaboos. <laughs> <laughs>